Welcome to our e-commerce podcast series investigating the fundamental economic basis of Apple iTunes. This set of podcasts is part of an academic project for Net 205 Internet Commerce and Consumers at Curtin University in Western Australia. This episode looks at Apple iTunes, copyright and the law. Apple, like any major corporation, has legal frameworks in position that protect their products and brands. The opening of the iTunes store in 2003 meant Apple was entering the digital media marketplace that at the time was facing issues surrounding copyright relating to online peer-to-peer file sharing networks such as Napster, which was one of the first digital marketplaces for music, where music lovers could communicate and exchange. But Apple iTunes was soon to be the new sheriff in town. Napster quickly found themselves on the wrong side of the law with its founders and users being sued for breach of copyright by major recording labels who had lost control of, of music distribution. Music distribution had previously been restricted to physical CDs, cassettes and vinyl, but was now flowing freely online as bits and bytes of digital data. Apple iTunes then entered the marketplace. Via its DRM copy protection software called Fairplay and strict copyright infringement policies, Apple restricted the unauthorised copying and distribution of media. Apple came to agreements with major record labels to sell digital music based on the protections against unauthorised distribution of digital media that had so concerned the major record labels in the case of Napster. All materials in the iTunes store are covered by Apple's copyright agreement. This copyright agreement relates to the sale of digital media and is designed to protect Apple's digital content against unauthorised reselling or redistribution, unless being used for academic purposes where fair use could be claimed. Let's have a look at some Apple litigation cases. Apple Inc. owns the Apple and iTunes brands and has a strict set of guidelines for the use of Apple trademarks and copyrighted materials. In recent times, in recent times, two of the world's ICT manufacturing giants, Apple and Samsung, have waged a battle over the intellectual property rights of their devices, with Apple accusing Samsung of copying Apple devices to the extent where they copied external design features and applications. In a statement, Apple said the following... Instead of pursuing independent product development, Samsung has chosen to slavishly copy Apple's innovative technology, distinctive user interfaces, and elegant and distinctive product and packaging design in violation of Apple's valuable intellectual property rights. As you can see, Apple aggressively enforces its intellectual property rights in cases such as these. Apple is part of the Business Software Alliance, which actively battles copyright infringement and sees intellectual property rights as an Apple business asset that extends to their 176 general business trademarks, 79 service marks, and the copyright in several products and processes which they own. Now let's take a look at Apple's terms and conditions. To further protect Apple and the iTunes brands, Apple have set out terms and conditions that apply to the iTunes store and how iTunes users may use the media within it. These terms and conditions are flexible, enabling Apple to remain adaptable to a digital marketplace that can change rapidly. Apple's terms and conditions place the responsibility with the iTunes user to monitor any changes to the terms under which they use the service. In these terms and conditions, Apple states the following. This agreement constitutes the entire agreement between you and Apple and governs your use of the iTunes service superseding any prior agreements with you and Apple. The terms and conditions statement continue goes on to say the following. Apple reserves the right to at any time modify this agreement and impose new and additional terms and conditions on your use of the iTunes service. 
Such modification and additional terms and conditions will be effective immediately and incorporated into this agreement. Your continued use of the iTunes service will be deemed acceptance thereof. The statement goes on in relation to people who upload materials such as podcasters and says the following. You hereby grant Apple a worldwide royalty-free non-exclusive license to use such materials as part of the iTunes service and in relation to iTunes products without any compensation or obligation to you. Apple reserves the right to not post or publish any materials and to remove or edit any material at any time in its sole discretion without notice or liability. So as you can see, existing iTunes users must adhere to the current set of terms and conditions at that time, and not necessarily the terms under which they may have originally joined, and that any material uploaded by the user is licensed to Apple and may be removed or altered as per Apple's terms and conditions. Apple's current terms and conditions relating to the use of media within iTunes should be read, understood, and agreed to by the consumer in order to safeguard themselves against any possible legal discretion while using the iTunes store. So what's the wrap-up? As competitive digital devices and online marketplaces will inevitably rise in the future to challenge the current dominance of iTunes, the current copyright culture may become more relaxed as media companies strive for attention in a social media-driven market where if it doesn't spread, it's dead. This has already been initiated with Apple relaxing the DRM protection on its music library in 2009 after agreeing a new pricing deal with major record labels, meaning Apple iTunes music could now be used on multiple digital devices. The rapidly changing digital media marketplace has meant that Apple needs a legal framework that is quickly adaptable and protects its brands from misrepresentation, its customers from illegal content, and its media partners from unauthorised reselling or redistribution of their products. And in doing so, Apple have created a business which future-proofs its e-commerce process against aggressive competitors in a rapidly changing market. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please take time to listen to other podcasts in our e-commerce series.